Mm, yeah, you like that? <laughs> you like that sound? <laughs> How good? <laughs> mm, yeah, the bonafide hour. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> you like that? You like that shit? Oh yeah, <laughs> the bonafide hour. Sound check. explore it on the episode but <laughs> thank you for listening tuning in to a a wild in the wild episode of the bonafide hour um you know i always say that like yeah we're back and then i like don't do anything for like six weeks mm. but you know it's been a difficult six weeks been a difficult time i'm sure for people mm. going through stuff so it's good to take a break and i think i've just been treating it more so like a I'll be coming back to it every now and then, so like it's less stressful. Yeah, so, yeah, it'd be good. Maybe get back into it weekly if I get a sponsor. Who knows? I don't know. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Um, this week I've got Flynn on the podcast. G'day. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are we? Uh, I know Flynn from um high school. He was like yeah. oh, two grades above me. Yeah, I think. That's crazy yeah. to think about. And then um. We just like reconnected after school. It's yeah. pretty like only very, very recently though, which is has been nice. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we just decided to want to talk about like culture in regional towns and stuff. Well, yeah. not regional towns, but like all of them in Australia because I've never been to all of them or like That's a lot of true. them. So I can't really speak for all of them because they'd be pretty different. But at least like you know. Northern Queensland, Northern I Queensland. can yeah. speak about. I think, um, and, and I think, and yeah. I think I can share some of the sentiment of that. But um, yeah, very, very important that we do disclose that we are basing most of the dis- discussions around Townsville yeah. for every rural town in Australia <laughs> comes at us. But then again, I, I feel like I feel like I'm going to be as respectful as I can because you know, yeah. I know that you have fond associations with. Townsville and North Queensland, maybe uh, not to, <laughs> to a degree. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd say the same thing. To yeah, honest, but you know, maybe that's how you know you've lived in the city for a long time. For too long. Come. Yeah. Oh, I'd never say too long, right? Mm. As long as you're enjoying yourself here, but that's true. You know, when you know you you can never go back, maybe. Yeah. You, know, you can never survive out there. Mm. Well, I mean. Yeah, I always feel like a tourist when I'm there now. Even though like I lived there yeah. for so long, I just feel like I'm like transiting through the place. Like I'm not oh, really man. like there, like presently. Whoa. I just like feel like suit like an outside observer kind of thing. Cause it's like it just feels very um like out of place being there. Like it feels like odd. Cause it's very familiar, but at the same time like also very like. You feel distant from Yeah, it. also very distant, I think, in terms so, of, like, my life. Like, even, like, the memories and stuff. Like, you don't, like, drive past someone and be like, oh, like, that's where, you know, I 
smoke my first billy or like <laughs> that's uh, I, well i mean i didn't even smoke then so okay like, actually well, maybe really... bad you know there yeah. was the first house party i went to or like uh, um, oh yeah no i do get those like moments those, like, like yeah i mean some fun like 18th birthday <laughs> parties i guess <laughs> yeah I guess like the true. odd ones but i don't know it's like so we're trying to even pinpoint or like describe like, the culture of the place? Like, how would you describe, like, Townsville's culture? Like, what comes to mind? Damn. Well, that's the thing. I feel like I'm just so distant from it now, really. But, I mean, you know, it would have to be the North Queensland Cowboys. I really, really think... And I think this, that's that's the thing, is the only way you can describe it... Yeah. ...is by that team. There is nothing else. True. There is nothing else. Because everything like, is built around... Yeah, it seems like quite a religion. Yeah. It is. It's their religion, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, when the Cowboys are doing well, Townsville seems to be a lot more happy and a lot more cheerful. Yeah, that is very true. I once had a theory that, because um, they used to have the Townsville Crocodiles, which was an N- NBL basketball team. Mm. And I used to have a theory that when the Crocodiles were, you know, uh, not doing well, the Cowboys were doing well. And when the Cowboys weren't doing well, the Crocodiles were doing well. And it balanced everything out. Oh. And that's the reason, like... You know, Townsville has a meth problem now. So it's, it's because the Cowboys aren't doing so well. Yeah. But um, that's that's probably I mean, an absurd yeah. theory to, <laughs> to think about. But, like, people do. People, like, so strongly affiliate themselves with these teams. So then when their team doesn't do well, mm. you know, then the town doesn't do well or the town feels it. Which is a beautiful thing yeah. as well, in a way. That's, I love that. I mean, it does seem very, like intrinsically townsville though to yeah. care so much about like this one or two these one or two like sporting franchises yeah um or to rely on it yeah really know? relying on it i guess and like the kind of whole identity of the town becomes built around it yeah because if there's no i guess like you were saying like if there's no sort of like cowboys or crocodiles like what is towns will have like what is the essence of the place yeah kind of thing i don't know i hate saying that but it's it's, yeah. it's you know it's kind of true. Like they've got the um the odd gig here and there, mm. and uh, you know I I remember seeing uh San Cisco and a couple other bands perform on the Strand, which was like at the time I thought it was like phenomenal for yeah. Townsville, and I, that was when I was like going back to visit family, and I thought it was great that they were trying to like get those things moving and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for some reason, it always just falls back onto like sport sport is its main um. I don't know. I don't know what you would call that, right? But they don't have like they don't have like an art scene. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's nothing there, mm. which is sad, right? Well, I guess it's hard. I mean, I like the regional gallery they have. Have you been to Perth, that one? Perth Tucker the, Gallery. Yeah, I yeah. like that. It's it's cool. Um, but I think, yeah, art seems to be one of those things that like kind of comes with a distinct sense of like place mm. and like people wanting to like locate themselves and reflect upon like the place that they're in and i don't know if townsville really has much of that like self-reflection maybe people don't really want to like reflect on like the place that they're in yeah i don't know because there's like there's regional towns that do have like a you know pretty big like art scene i mm. guess like i mean even though Darwin is, like, a capital city, it's still regional because it's, like, smaller than Cairns, I think. Yeah. But, like, they've got, like, some of the best, apparently, like, street art in Australia sort of thing. So it's very possible for, like, a small town to have a flourishing art scene, but, like, Townsville just doesn't You think to... You think it would have enough? Like, it would have enough yeah. infrastructure for it? Um, 
the the main thing, and and this is what I think the actual problem is. Yeah. And I might cop a bit of flack for this, but look, I I think the main problem is the fact that there is an enormous military base set up in Townsville. Yeah. And you've got like the the main um, income earners or like the main career, I guess, is to be in the army or the you know the military. Mm. And it's it's so many so many people work in the army which is fine and you know they're yeah, defending us fine. thank yeah. you right but like i feel like there's a sense of entitlement that comes with that and I, i've i've met those those people out, out in the nightlife and stuff like that and they don't give a stuff about you know bands performing yeah. or or you know or like i guess what's happening at the purse tucker gallery like they want to know the footy score yeah and they want everyone else to talk about that as well and they yeah. don't want anyone else to like speak or do things differently and mm. i know it sounds absurd no i think it's pretty like in line with like the whole sort of culture that is generated within the army because yeah. it's very like um people are kind of i don't know conditioned to like respect authority and like yeah. obey the rules and like not go against um like yeah. the collective collectivist order of like you know the group i guess yeah or like the under your squad <laughs> but it's just like yeah. uh well yes squadron yeah squadron <laughs> squad <laughs> literally a squad literally. um but like it's just like that's it's crazy because there's nothing like they just they control so much of how everyone should behave it's, yeah. it's not even even if you are in the army it's like in the valley it was like they were constantly you know, they were the ones who were, who were the, it was, it was their pub. It was their, yeah. you know, and you were just a guest in it. And, and I really hated that. So when I moved to Brisbane and you just got like so many different places filled with so many different people mm. and they're all like intersecting and crossing paths with one another and no one bats a lot. And I, you know, pretty occasionally you're probably going to have a yarn with someone who's completely on the other side of life than yeah. you. And that's going to be okay. But in Townsville, it was like you had these expectations set up where like you had to behave a certain way. Mm. And that behavior or that expectation was set by the Australian Defense force. True. Anyway. That's a good analysis. I mean, I never like really, I feel like the army was always like an afterthought in my mind. Like I would drive past it, like going to like Idalia or something, but I would never like actually, like I would never like, like actually be cognizant of the fact that it has such an effect on like the culture culture and and, like the socioeconomics of Townsville. Like to me, it was just like another, like the government department sort of thing. But it is interesting you say that. I mean, like, do you think that there's a relationship between like the pub culture (laughs) and like the army culture in Townsville? Like, do you think that army culture and like, you know, pub culture are, it's it's gotta be a it's gotta be like a thing because you see it, you see it in like America all the time. Like the rural areas of the United States, predominantly are military, like families, you know, yeah. and that all go through the military, and it's like, and they all have like that. Um, I really want to say closed-mindedness, but I feel like that's. I don't want to like offend anyone because it's it's not exactly. Well, I mean, true. you can just say what you want, you know. Yeah. Okay. Just right. Speak your truth. <laughs> but, it, but it is. It, it, that's what yeah. it feels like, and um, that's what it feels like at least. You know, is that um, you know, and I hate to say it, but this this is why like, oh, maybe that's no, I'm not gonna say that actually. 
You can't just I say that think, and not I, say I, it. I, I need to you think about how I'm going to word it. I, this okay. is a very sensitive topic, Bonner. Is it? I think so. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I mean, is it? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Who are you going to get fla- who are you going to get flamed for? Like flamed from by this? Is it going to happen? No one I haven't already to- told already. It's just certain ideas in the army and look I'm okay look I'll, okay I'll, I'll say it I'll say it I'll, I'll do it but I'll give an example um, so that it doesn't all, <laughs> so it's not all just like yeah. a brought like a statement that I've that's come out of nowhere yeah okay um, I had a, I had a friend still in the, still a friend still in the military yeah um, who's worked his way up and uh, he's doing really good things and he loves what he does uh, but when he was like working through he went and did like the kaputka training mm. um, you know that's where like they're training them from like the start to see if if they can make it if they can take it if they have like the mentality yeah. for the military and mm-hmm. they test you you know physically and mentally and he was telling me some of the exercises are kind of pretty fucked yeah <laughs> because like, like what, what well they were doing like this is the thing they they're trained have you have you seen the black mirror episode <laughs> the black Mirror. there's like four seasons know, <laughs> what episode what are you talking about I don't know you know the one um, where they get the soldiers and they like mask they they screw with the like army's heads to make all the the bad guys look oh like yeah aliens. yeah the, the cockroach one Is yeah that, yeah, that yeah. One? to make yeah, to make yeah. the enemy seem like they're not human yeah yeah so that yeah, they can yeah, like yeah. obviously kill better yes okay and like they say it in the they say it in that episode. It's a great episode. I don't know what it's called. Apparently, it's called. Who's they? Wait, they like as in the people in Black Mirror. They say that. Yeah, they call them okay. roaches. They do. Yeah, they call yeah, them roaches, roaches. Yeah. But um, but that's what they do. But they say at the end of the episode, like the whole reason we program our soldiers with masking like the enemy's face to make them look ugly and scary and deformed is because it's easier for them to kill. And it's a problem that's happened throughout history with wars, like. You know, you get everyone drafted to go to World War One. Not mm. everyone's going to fire the gun, and and statistically, it was they, they say it in the episode. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like a lot, a lot of people that went to World Wars didn't fire their guns. Mm. You know, that didn't want to engage in that level of violence. And apparently, it was worse with World War Two, obviously, because they, you know, a couple of years after World War One. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is this is what I assume that they do now is they, you know, the enemy at the moment, or at least the enemy that has been the enemy for the past couple of years, is Afghanistan, mm. Iraq, um, of Arab ethnicity. So, the way that, that they... Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what you? Well, yeah. they, they... It creates this... Yeah. I think it creates yeah. this level of racism because mm. they're dissociating that race or that ethnicity with the enemy yeah. and it becomes toxic and then it bleeds into these other areas of Townsville True. And to a point where they are unable to appreciate, you know, the, you know, just fucking, mm. no, I don't know what you mean. Human beings. I yeah. don't know. And yeah. so that really pissed me off. And I remember telling him that and he, he knew it was wrong at the time, but it was the only way he could assimilate and survive, you know, because all of his yeah. friends in Townsville, you know, well, all of all of his friends from school had moved away like me and moved to Brisbane, yeah, but he was yeah. stuck there and mm. all of his friends in the military, that's how they talk, mm. you know, bad, bad, wow, <laughs> bad words and yeah. like, you know, stuff like that, which is, you know, mm. obviously I'm glad he's like matured and I feel like he always really understood, but once you have like a lot of people who share that same ideology and 
enforce it even even though they don't realize they're enforcing it upon others hmm. I, I think it just it keeps the like Townsville's always had that regardless of the military but it just keeps it like pushed forward yeah you forward. never get any sort of like challenge or like different worldview to like um upset your current outlook like you just are always like reminded and affirmed of like your beliefs if you have no one else like different around you like the mob mentality yeah literally so i think that definitely like interesting point about it bleeding into like other aspects of life i definitely think that like something else that's like maybe interesting is like their relationship with money too because obviously like if you're you know making a lot of money in the army like don't Mm. they like pay for your degree or some shit i don't know like if you go to ad yeah i think right well, I like, think I think there's yeah. yeah there's there's a certain ego that comes with yeah <laughs> defending the country <laughs> well, yeah. and, and the pay packet that it yes, comes of like course, of course it's it's not dirty money it's honourable money as yeah. well and you know <laughs> you know oh I don't know <laughs> I, I feel like I I get you know every every penny that I've earned uh, <laughs> has it been dirty money <laughs> you had to watch it <laughs> I don't think there's anything honourable about it. <laughs> Uh, put it that way it, 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 well, I feel like it hit different if it was yeah well I mean you know if you're making any sort of money like on some different level you're kind of exploiting someone yeah. else in some regard like mm. no one's ever making money by not yeah, exploiting geez. somewhere else kind of thing even if it's just like little exploitation or like huge like you're still doing it yeah at any level so i mean is it honorable i don't know but you guys can figure it out <laughs> well that's that's the other yeah. thing is you know where is the money for the army coming from is coming from oh. the average australian taxpayer <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so, yeah okay i don't know how this <laughs> well i mean no connects, well, really, i think but... what i was gonna say was like this is the fact that um they are like generating a lot of um stable income whilst in the army at the same time having this like ego with mm. being there and then say like you do go out to the pub <laughs> and yeah. then yeah you obviously have like yeah um, this superiority complex uh. that you develop as soon as you walk in and then you also have like a lot of money to spend and you don't really get much time off from the army so no. like when you do get to go out then it's like damn like i've got all this money and yeah. i got this huge I mean, a not everyone has cock. a huge, yeah, huge <laughs> cock, huge pussy, <laughs> a huge pussy. Yeah, yes. that's true. So or, I think um, maybe that would affect it as well. But yeah, um, do you think that like there's any other sort of like subcultures in Townsville that affect the pub culture, and in Brisbane as well? You can compare, contrast, whatever. I'm sure there's plenty in Brisbane. But then Brisbane also has, is, is just very diverse and across like all these other walks of life. And I, I just find it fascinating, you know, um, yeah. there's always something new or someone new to meet, something new to do and someone new to meet. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, look, the army's just been the biggest problem for me. Mm. Like if you've ever been to Cairns, which is just above Townsville, yeah, then I honestly think that is such a good place to live, and it's and it's probably like a rural city as well, but because it's tropical and it gets the tourists, people still have like this um, acceptance and yeah. uh, open mindedness towards uh, other walks of life, if that's what you want to say, or other ways of living your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you go to Mackay, yeah. On the other hand, you've got a huge mining culture, uh, and if you're talking about money. 
and that fueling people's ego, then mining is definitely something I would say that affects Mackay and Townsville. Yeah, definitely. So Mining culture, true, <laughs> very true. Oh, man. Have you ever met anyone who works in the mines before well, you worked in the mines? I mean, my dad actually works in the mines. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they work in, yeah, they're in Perth, so. <laughs> Your dad yeah. must must be an absolute asshole oh. at the Mad Cat. <laughs> yeah, the Mad Cat. <laughs> Specifically. I don't know if he would even go out there, to be honest. I feel like every time I've been out to the Mad Cat, it's such like a <laughs> fever dream. <laughs> it doesn't like feel Just, real. <laughs> I feel like I need. We need to describe yeah. what the mad cow like is. Like it just like it's so dilapidated. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. It's it's a cesspit. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a It's uh, quite the coliseum. It's like the most the most ordered drink at the mad cow is a wet pussy shot. <laughs> it has exactly. to be. And rum and coke. It's either rum and coke or a wet pussy shot. Yeah, oh my God. And that's, I think that says enough. I what honestly is think a that, wet pussy shot? You like, never had a wet pussy? Oh, they're, they're actually <laughs> you quite you nice. You never had a wet pussy? Lie. Oh yeah, no, they're quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> a wet pussy shot. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, doesn't taste like a wet pussy. If, if that's what you're wondering. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, well, what if it does? <laughs> I think it could. They actually, they do. Oh, oh really? Uh, Is that why it's called a wet pussy shot? <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely puts your head in a spin. So that, I guess you could draw some correlations there. That's true, yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah, you want to... What was your point? <laughs> <laughs> um, where are we talking about? Mad Cow, yeah, it's it, that mad. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'll just start it again. Sorry, now yeah. I'm picking up on everything else. Because the other thing, we go back to the Cowboys. Okay, back to the Cowboys. Yeah. The Cowboys under 20s are the worst people I have ever encountered out really? on a night out. And the Cowboys control the Mad Cow. Okay. The army personnel think they control the ma- Mad oh. Cow. You probably get a few more. Isn't there like an upstairs as well? Yeah, the upstairs. The upstairs is reserved for the cowboys. Really? And look, I don't want to, I don't want to like spill the beans or anything here. Okay. But I've seen certain members and individuals of the cowboys indulge in substances that I think would hurt their reputation oh, in, in, in the, the mad, mad cow. cow. But I think Townsville has, like, they hold them to such a high regard. I feel yeah. like it's, it's, even if, it's a like, secret. It, even if it got out, like, yeah. people would still, like, they defend their heroes. Well, I think they yeah. keep it a secret for them. Yeah. I think people know it. It's common knowledge oh, within the sure. town, but then they keep it yeah. on the D-low because they need them to play. They need them to win. Literally, yeah. So then if, you know, Townsville wins, if the Cowboys win, you know. It's huge. It's, it's everyone could be yeah. happy. Yeah, everyone. especially if they win at the new stadium that they've spent millions of dollars oh, on. Oh, God, I yeah. hate the design. I hate the design. Hey, but, you know. It's cute. They got Elton John to perform there at the, when it first opened up, which true. was good. That's pretty cool. They haven't had anyone since, <laughs> but. Oh. You should go perform. Yeah? That would be cute. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you should yeah, do that. Man, when I'm When I'm fucking super famous i'll go back and i'll be like oh I, I was i was raised here in townsville and i just mean so much to me that you've all come out here oh my god uh and then i'll kick onto the mad cow and have a some substances some with, uh, <laughs> unnamed <laughs> yeah. players who yes, shall yes, stay yes, yes, unnamed um, but um I, I mean <laughs> so there are these sort of 
subcultures that do exist and that kind of a jockeying for certain control over the institution if mm, you want to call mm, it that yeah, call the yeah, mad cow yeah. but um <laughs> do you think that there's um like more sort of like creatures that you might encounter <laughs> in like mad cow or like uh, a pub in the valley do you think well i i think well, we talked about this before where it was like um because this this is the difference right this is like everyone in townsville wears the rms yeah yeah and uh, you know it, to to quote Forrest Gump, um, you know you can tell a lot by a person's shoes. Yeah. True. Right. And so, you get a few places here in Brisbane where it is like you wear the RMs, and then you get a few pl- places where it's like you can wear your Vans here, and a few places where it's like Doc Martens. Yeah. You know? okay. So you think there's a definite sort of correlation between shoes and pub choice? Well, you. Surely you think that there's a correlation between fashion, and and where you go out, right? Well, I mean, shoes, that, shoes don't always have to be fashion, though. Sometimes they're just a uniform. Well, yeah, but oh, aren't they one and the same in a, in a way? Right? Fashion uniform. I mean, okay. where would what would you wear to the regatta, like full kit? If I was going to go, I would probably wear like a button-up shirt and then like some like. <laughs> dress shoes or something that's yeah. only because like that's what everyone else would be wearing <laughs> yeah kind of i thing. think so yeah so like i just base like what i'm wearing on like what i expect people that are already going to be there to be wearing because i'm yeah. not going to be underdressed or overdressed that's just fucking awkward mm. <laughs> so that is a, yeah. that's, that's a fair point but i think what um, would you wear to the regard like what's your but yeah well i would say? i would obviously say the same thing but i feel like i would be comfortable going as myself like if i yeah. would rocked up from somewhere else and my friends dragged me there I would feel comfortable, like, mm. looking, like, wearing my docks and maybe, like, something else. They might not let me in because the yeah. regatta are a bunch of doodle heads. <laughs> I've actually been kicked out of the regatta yeah. more times than any place in Brisbane. Really? Um, yeah. And eventually I just stopped going there because I was like, they're just going to kick me out. It's like they got a bounty on my head. But um, but in Townsville, this is the difference. The difference yeah, is, is, the that, difference? Yeah. is that the dress code in Townsville is, is very important. Is it? And if it, well, you, you, I've only been out like a handful of times, so I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know really. Like, not as strict as in Brisbane. Mm. You can get but away. But it's with, important. It's so. important. It is very important that you rock up to a place in a as a, a, in a certain way. There's a uniform. You yeah. know what I mean? But um, the uniform is a bit more loose in in the Brisbane. Tri-state area. Tri-state is that, area. Is that right? No, <laughs> no, it's not. not the right. Okay, my bad. I heard it in the movie once. Oh, really? Oh, okay. It's yeah, it's what the um, <laughs> it's what the doctor dude would always say. He's Dr. like Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> in the tri-state area, <laughs> he would always say shit like that. I yeah. will take over the valley. Oh my god! No, I think there's um definitely like maybe more <laughs> creatures. In well, at least that I've seen. What in, like, do you the mean by like, creatures? Like creatures, you... it's like someone like, well, you know, creatures only come out at a certain time, you know. So <laughs> yeah, like, right. when you just see them and like, especially in the valley, like it's sort of like tranquil, if you want to call it that, for like a mm. certain time, maybe before like eight p.m. If you've ever had to walk through there, but then like, as the hours go by, it just gets progressively mm. worse. There's probably some vomit somewhere. Like <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times. I've been like waiting in the line for five dogs and someone has like 
has been in the back of the line and then there was like some vomit like behind them and they like oh, stepped behind no. them and then they slipped no. <laughs> and then they like fell over watched the whole thing unfold and they like their chips just like went up in the air it was oh, so funny wow yeah you witnessed that yeah that is the most valley story Legit. i've heard and then um i don't know i just think like the combination of people like performing for some reason at like 2 a.m mm. but then also like the Eshes that are trying to do a freestyle <laughs> and then also the people that have just come from their 18th birthdays yeah. with people who are on their way to a drag show. It's very, yeah. like, eclectic, I guess. Um, but I guess the only reason I would say Creature is just simply, like, the for the fact that, like, it's um, it feels a bit, like, supernatural sometimes. That, like, yeah, the you're able to life, You're able to yeah. see these people. After dark. And, and, like, in their, like, element sort of thing. Like, it, yeah. like... Because, like, it feels weird, like observing people when they're like Fucked don't up. have yeah like their inhibitions kind of yeah. thing um that's that's yeah, spot on it's pretty funny actually but that but you know when you walk through that um that strip in the valley the one yeah. that's like with you know ricks is at one end and then if you keep going down prohibitions like on that other like strip mm. like that that gets so crowded and that's where it all mixes yeah and that's where you see like like all the different you know, the Eshes, people going to a drag show, yeah. or like, you know, I guess people who are slipping in vomit, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and it all, and they all just, yeah. it's all perfectly in harmony. And I guess, yeah, that's, it is supernatural yeah. in, in a way, because everyone's, everyone becomes this version of themselves that they've been wanting to become, yeah. um, well, waiting to become until, until the weekend, I, I yeah. suppose, right? That is true. I mean, you talked, I think you brought this up like last time we hung out, but that reminds me of like when you were talking about the, like the re-balcony club, oh, like wow. everyone kind of like becomes everyone a version on. of themselves yeah. at that place. So like, how do you think that like whole setup? Dude. Well, I mean, you have to explain to people who are listening, like what the re-balcony club even that was. I, I, the Royal Exchange Hotel, <laughs> <laughs> probably just the greatest memories of my life <laughs> have existed within those walls. Uh, it's unfortunate. A lot of people don't agree with me. That's completely up, you know, that's there, whatever floats your goat, right? But um, no, I, I the re-balcony club was essentially, I kept going to the Royal Exchange balcony and I would go to the re religiously. Really? Every Sunday, I didn't go to church. I went to the, to the re. re. And I would go to the balcony. That's where I would say my prayer, my beginning, you know, I'm in the church of, of beer and, and good times. So I would go there. And every time I went there, I would go up to the balcony. And there was a guy called, it was a South African guy called Daniel. Um, and he he, he he was the reason I was I was such a chronic smoker. was because I would always go up there and he would just be sharing with me. Ah, oh, Flynn, good. I don't know how to do South African accent. But he would, you know, you share your smoke. I would share a yarn and... You know, most of the time he would buy the smokes and I would (laughs) take it off him and smoke him. But, you know, and and that's like every smoker's area really is. It's good for that stuff. It's good for having a yarn and breaking down, I Mm. guess, like... You know, you know, everyone everyone can ask. What is the smokers for other than, like, obviously the obvious thing of people there smoking? Like, why is it so associated with, like, conversation and, like, opening up, do you think? Like, what is it about I honestly, the smoke? That's that where people so... go to escape their problems. Mm. And, you know, I don't smoke anymore <laughs> for health reasons, obviously. Um, 
but like it, it is a social area. Like they always, they would always say in the smokers ad to get you to stop smoking. Like, oh, you're going to be so lonely. You know, no one smokes. No one's going to smoke with you. You're going to miss out if you go to the smokers. That's the most bullshit yeah, thing. Because so you, you go to the smokers area and... It's more social than inside. Yeah, absolutely. Well, because I mean, that might have to do with, you know, a bit you of the doof doof and, yeah. and stuff. But like, I would go to the smokers area because it was a good way to get get me in a good headspace for, mm. for a night out. And... I felt like everyone else there was doing the same thing and having, I, I guess, talking to a stranger, you found some sort of closure or, or in some way it grounded you. That is true. That is true. Knowing that um, the strangers and the people around you were all kind of, I guess, accepting of one another, regardless yeah. of everyone's varying problems. And Daniel and I became very good friends and I never saw him anywhere else but on this fucking balcony. <laughs> so eventually we were just like, you know, really drunk and we're like, you know, we should set up a Facebook page and call it the Rebalcony Club. And everyone on the yeah. Rebalcony with us was like, yeah, let's do it. And so like we made this Facebook page and added like probably like 15 people. Yeah, yeah. And then those 15 people added more, people. added more and more people. Oh, and then it just got out of hand. Absolutely out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where... I wasn't just rocking up to church on a side. Like, I was the priest. Like, I was the preacher. Wow. And I would rock up and, like, people would look at me, like, hey, it's Flynn. Because I'm posting it, like, as a joke. Yeah. At pre-drinks. Like, fucking go to the rebound club. I'll see you guys there. And then, all of a sudden, like, people were recognizing me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was ridiculous. And then I didn't, I didn't have to pay for smokes yeah. because everyone was just like, yeah. you're the guy. And it was ridiculous. I think it's got, like, 300. But... It, you know, anyway, the story goes, I know I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's just, so. it's this so is a rambling <laughs> podcast. Over explain you. yourself as much as you can. It's just, please. it's such an important story. To yeah, me. <laughs> definitely. Tell it the way you want it to be told. <laughs> um, but yes, but, uh, but eventually like, you know, um, I, I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't keep up with the re my friends had grown to lead separate lives and you know it's very much become this thing where if i invite them to read it's like Flynn, you know stop going back there you know we got to explore different places and see new things and i is that you what know, your friends like? yes it was it was very Flynn, yeah, okay. grow up okay <laughs> good impression <laughs> and uh yeah and and so i stopped going i stopped okay. going and it was it was, was sad that hard for you it, at, at that point in time i realized the dream had died i mm. realized that no one else, including the many members of the Rebounding Club, had stopped going. This sounds like a like hour-long documentary that I'd watch on Stan <laughs> on like a Sunday afternoon or something. Yeah. Well, I have got it. I've got. I've got. We to- should do a documentary about it. I would actually watch that, or like a mockumentary or something. Dude, I, honestly, yeah. this is. I, you know what I should do is I should track down. Each <laughs> member of, of the Rebalcony actually properly introduced myself. Yeah. I don't... Uh, this is the thing. I haven't seen Dan. I haven't seen Daniel really? since... Well, the South African dude. The South African guy that yeah. started it with me. True. Like, I don't know. Obviously, I could find him on the on the Facebook page, but yeah. I probably haven't seen him since, like, before the pandemic. Like, like probably 2018, probably. Whoa. Like, this is how, like, long ago That's it was. crazy. But I was still going, and then he'd obviously moved on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was trying to keep the dream alive. Thanks, Dan. Uh, if <laughs> Thanks if you listening. You know, we could have we made something and built something together, but 
Uh, you, you can watch my uh, documentary <laughs> if you want to know how that, that ends. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I <laughs> so I quit. I quit effective immediately. I understood this was bad for me. Yeah. Uh, but recently, I have relapsed. Whoa! Great pun. <laughs> <laughs> and I've actually been to the re. Um, probably 12 times in the last really like, how is it like what do you ex- sort of expect like when you go in there because you also have like mm. all these built up and prior expectations Memories. of what it is like or what it was like yeah. so then how do you like sort of apply those expectations to when you go there or when you have been there now i think the best way is just to to not what to not dwell to like mm. be like i'm gonna make new memories yeah 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 um the first time I went back, it had been so long, and I did have a, obviously I'm always going to have a strong affiliation to the place. So when mm. I walked around in it, it was <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, there weren't many people there. To be fair, yeah, um, it is kind of like my local, and I've avoided it for a long time since I moved back to like the Tawong Taringa region. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was just an easy like I walked in, I was like, you know what, fuck this, I'm gonna go in for a beer by myself mm. kind of scenario. I did that, and then I, like, had my headphones on me, so I just started, like, listening <laughs> to music yeah. and walking around the rear alone with my beer. Sounds, like, I was... <laughs> yeah. Such an art house movie. Yeah. <laughs> Man revisits his um, <laughs> original local. And uh, it was nice. And then after that, I just, like, managed to talk a lot of my friends into coming back and... Uh, yeah. And doing it again and, and make new memories. Mm. Um, oh, but you know, Flynn, no, you, we've yeah, moved on yeah. now. You know, you can't keep inviting us. I just had to wait. All yeah. I had to do was just wait it that's out. That's true. And then they, I knew that they would miss it. I knew yeah. that they would come yeah. around. Yeah, well, that's great. And uh, and I can I can happily say that the Reed Balcony Club is accepting new members. Really? So, have I added you? Have I added? Oh, I don't know if I'll join. I just, oh, the re is such a it's a cursed oh. place for me. <laughs> Had oh. to have too many um drunken makeouts there. Drunken like, makeouts, like uh um on the dance floor because I don't know it was such like a um the college, college thing yeah. to like everyone would like if there were like two people that were like slightly romantically interested in each other they would like get everyone to like woo them on like kind of thing yeah, and like yeah. it's so go, go, cringe it's so it. bad but yeah. then like everyone's in a circle then like at the re then everyone's just like so drunk and then they're like just like cheering you on until you like make out sort of thing and it's like just you two in the circle and it happens <laughs> oh. so many times so i just like thing. yeah i don't know <laughs> i would rather not revisit it but That's i mean okay. maybe i could make That's new okay. memories yeah maybe you know, you can, maybe yeah you know you don't have to that's okay i can un- i can understand that yeah um i don't know mate look to be honest i had, I had some pretty shit memories there to be to be fair but if you want to talk about college mm. i feel like the the, the college experience the re yeah how do you feel like you sort of like understood the re through the lens of college through the lens of college that's a good point um i don't know i think that's unweighted i feel like me and me and the re were just made for each other mm, like i don't romance. know what it is about it's just it, well it's such a social setup too so, so many like layers to it and yeah you know i don't know it was really good it had that balance between being social and being able to have a boogie i'm talking too much about the re um <laughs> well yeah well, what about some awesome <laughs> on the reef like um, half an hour now. what about some college. like other pubs or college yeah, yeah well like college. college college was just 
I was just such a different person, right? Yeah. And like, well, I think the environment, like, you know, it requires you to become this person. Yeah. And you have to like, um, maintain that role for like, however long you're at college and people expect certain things of you at college, like, you know, and like, even, I guess like when they first meet you, they already like have an idea of like what you'll be like. And then they sort of project that idea onto you. And then you end up becoming that person that they projected onto you in a way. Like you don't really get to find who you are and like what you are. Like it's sort of just, um, everyone decides for everyone else who Mm. they are kind of thing. And, and that can always be tied in from what we were talking about with, uh, with Townsville. The cowboys with the cow, yeah, yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. like All the crocodiles. Oh, before I keep going, I'll ask you a question. If you could tell College Bonner, if you could, like send him a message yeah. from where you are now, like what would you what would you tell him? Um, it's so weird because I was such a different like person then as well. Like that was, well, like three years ago. Yeah, now, really? like pretty much. Yeah, like two years ago. If it was 2019, I don't know. I'd probably say, like... Hmm, Hang in there, champ. Nah. <laughs> mm, I'd probably say, like, enjoy the sleep-ins and the naps. Because I don't wow. get to do those as much anymore. Like, I don't just get to, like, sleep in until, like, 10 a.m. much anymore, really. Unless it's the weekend. And, like, I don't just get to, like, go to lunch and, then like, yeah. nap for, like, two hours afterwards. Like, I don't really hey, have that, those good. luxuries. So, like, and I love sleeping. So, I would just say that, like, you know, <laughs> please just, like, enjoy the sleep-ins and the naps. Like, oh, my God. I feel like College Bonner would just be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's about yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'd say the same thing, really. It, it is, like, it, it is, you are granted, like, this opportunity to yeah. just get up to... Very Absolute mischievous. Absolute mischief. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Naughty behavior. For so um, long as well, you know. Yeah. Like consecutively. It's not just like as if it's for a few months or something. I mean, for some people, yes. But like for the majority of people, are like at least a year mm. or two, I'd say. Yeah. Well, you have to get lost to find yourself. This is true. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the environment of college is, is very much you can lose yourself but in a in a very contained and safe environment if you yeah. know what i mean like i mean i think my experience might have been a bit different because i i went to an all boys college mm. yeah what was that like i was meaning to ask you well um i don't know i kind of wish i went to cromwell i think cromwell would have been nice but no but i think that like leo's is something that like maybe you wouldn't have chosen for yourself but like it's kind of maybe what you needed at the time. Mm. Like sometimes the things that we don't realize we need are what come to us. Like when we realize, like when we least want them. Yeah. Or like think that we need them. So I guess like you also wouldn't be like who you are now if you didn't go to Leo's. Oh, absolutely. Kind of thing. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like I'm grateful for the experience. I've made I've made lifelong friends and lifelong memories, um, but I definitely would say I lost myself. Absolutely. Mm. Um, and you know I. Kind of, I hope mum and dad aren't listening, but I did grow up with some pretty strict parents in terms of how they raised me. And I guess in terms of expectations and how you behave around people, they were very big on that. Mm. And um, in college, I could be whoever whoever I wanted and people would accept that. But I didn't necessarily know 
who that was. Who that was. So when yeah. I would drink excessive amounts of alcohol and and party like a fucking maniac and like nearly fail like all of my subjects, fail subjects as well, um, you know, that was all part of it. Like I just became like that person, you know. And it was fun. It was fucking mm. awesome, right? But it, it's not it's not a good um, st- standard to set for yourself in yeah. terms of like acceptance and stuff. Like yeah. you should accept yourself before anyone accepts you. This is true. And um, if we want to go back to like that mob mentality stuff, like what we're talking about with the military, I definitely feel like I experienced that being at that college yeah. because it was all boys and it was like skull this beer yeah. you know and if skull this beer smack it over your head and break this fucking chair wow. and skull this beer and it was like te- like my testosterone's my testosterone levels have never been so high in my life <laughs> but uh and you know and because that's what it was it was just like let's who can do the dumbest shit yeah. for the longest and uh it's so unsustainable yeah, well, I, I remember I um I got a shoulder injury going down the slip and slide one one day. Really? And that was kind of like... That was kind of like the end of it for me because I was kind of yeah. like, how much can I actually like... How can my body and my like mind actually take of this, mm. you know? And um that's when I knew it was time to like sort of get out. So I kind of left before a lot of my mates did. But even my mates that stayed an extra year said that they were so worn out from the experience, yeah, you know. it is a tiring. Yeah, well, for sure. when I say safe environment, I mean there's that bubble. And I know you can yeah. relate to Every college kid can relate to that. Definitely. Because, you know, it keeps you inside, like, this bubble so that yeah. when you do break the rules, you don't break the law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, literally, uh, literally. And, uh, and, and... But, it, but also, like, it limits you from seeing what's on the other side of all that you know mm. and I went to an all boys college but I, I was one of two boys that studied an arts degree at that college true yeah because I remember like visiting like Luke I don't know if you know Luke Pastiga yeah yeah I like Ben Pankhurst love oh, and they were like showing guys. me around and then I was and they were like oh yeah so um and like that whole wing like does engineering <laughs> and I'm like what do you mean like like yeah. especially coming from Cromwell where like it's very varied like people are studying a lot of different things yeah and then it's like oh yeah you know just a whole wing of people doing engineering and like yeah that one over there like most people do like IT I think I don't know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's and very yeah yeah very very <laughs> very I don't know very what <laughs> yeah, straight very, straight forward straight like, shooter yeah and straight sh- uh, well, you know they're straight, complex yeah. degrees you know a lot oh, yeah. of smart people but then you know I obviously cop the but then it's also very subjective, like the idea of being smart it yeah. has to be like something numerical or yeah, something exactly. like math space. So, you know, obviously, because I was an art student, nothing that I studied mattered as much as everyone else did. So, like mm. when I when they when I refused to skull this beer, it was like, oh, but you know, you've got a how much? How much is your assignment due tomorrow? Yeah, and I was like, oh, you know, sixty percent, <laughs> some some bullshit, and then they'd be like. Oh, but you're an art student, so you yeah. can have the whole six pack. And it was just like, ah, oh, you know, but I can't. Yeah, <laughs> like no one can, no one can. Mm. Um, and I don't know that that really like that actually affected me. Like that actually like I can say it now. Like that was not something I appreciated from anyone. Yeah. And I did have uh, I you know my best friends at college it was an engineer, uh, a school teacher and a politics, philosophy, and economics student. But they were all very interested in what I studied, and still are. 
And I'm very interested in what they study. And we all share a, a mutual um, attraction to, uh, I guess, what we love and, and stuff like yeah, that. And yeah. um, I think, you know, so you can still have acceptance of, of what other people want to do and, and respect what other people want to do. It doesn't have to be what you want to do. You very know, true, that's very, very important, true. I feel. Mm. And um, I think St. Leo's. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that Leo's was the right sort of environment to um, foster that like mutual appreciation? Mm. I think it's getting better. And that's because of guys like Pastiga. Um, I was very glad that he became executive because I feel like, you know, even like five years ago from when he became ex- an executive member, you know, he wouldn't have because of that, like, he was so accepting. Of, like, he wanted to try every... Like, he wanted to be in the play. He also wanted to play soccer. And if he couldn't do the sport, then he would come down and support. Like, that's what I would want to see. Yeah. But um, the third years when I was in first year were very... <gasps> belligerent. <laughs> what does belligerent mean? I don't know. Close-minded in, um, in a way, right? Yeah, okay. or, uh, I'm, no, I'm asking. Maybe belligerent's not the right word, but, you know, they were very, like do it a certain way and mm. that's the only way you're going to do it and get it done. Yes. And okay. we're going to do it th- this way because it's always been done this way and that's tradition. Yeah. And they, Leo's has tried very hard to like make, make it everyone accepting of what everyone does and, mm. and, you know, different cultures. And I think they're get, getting better. But then I think, you know, the whole idea of <laughs> a group of adolescent boys living together, it yeah. just never sort of works, does it? Cause mm. And and particularly uh, everyone coming from rural uh, Australia. Yeah, you know, definitely. Like where you're they've already in had that, en- that prior, you know. Yeah, you're in that environment, and like you can just be whoever. Mm. Um, especially when it's so linked to like a, um, such an ingrained like drinking culture. Like, yeah. how how do you think that sort of relationship like revealed <laughs> itself to you <laughs> over the course of being at college? Well, I. I believe in this is this is what I mean. Like this is why I would retreat to the balcony. It's because I can drink at my own pace. Oh, and this true. is like this is Australia, man. Like yeah. this is like our country. Like we have fuck it. We we are alcohol. Everyone's a fucking alcoholic uh, yeah, here, literally, right? Literally, literally. And it's like. But then uh, there's uh, like it's definitely a sliding scale. There's the people who are like, even the people who are the most like alcoholics will always find some sort of like. Um, rational, rational <laughs> for like, oh, yeah, yeah. no, but like, I only like had like, you know, <laughs> 10, like the other night, right? Like, that's not bad, right? right. Like I still did stuff the next day, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> like down to the most like general or like, I don't know, quiet alcoholic would be like, oh yeah, but I only binge drink on weekends. Like that's okay, <laughs> right? It's like, no, it's still like yeah. alcoholism. It's just like the word has such a connotation. There's, yeah. there's a lot of, um. There's a lot of good documentaries around this. There was one that um, Sean McAuliffe did about Australia's drinking culture, which I watched uh, like last year sometime. Um, but it, it is eye-opening. But it's because, and I don't know why. It's you know everyone can drink, but I feel like it's the idea of sculling or like the idea of like making someone skull. Mm. Like I mean. It's okay, I guess, when you reserve it for birthdays, but even still, that's someone's, like, birthday and you're getting them, like, absolutely yeah. hammered. And that's a night they, they want to remember. Literally. And I just... I like to just drink in moderation and just 
he's sitting in a smoker's area having a conversation and not even realize I'm drinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you, when you smack him back, you, you, you lose yourself. You lose like, you're, you mm. become incoherent and it's hard to keep track of what you're drinking or where you're going, you Definitely. know? So, um, that's, that screwed me up a lot. Like, um, was just like the fact that I'd built this reputation of, of sculling beers yeah. so that, you know, I had all these like, they weren't necessarily lining up, but like people would see me and be like, this is the guy that skulls beers. And then I would feel like I needed to meet that, um, expectation. Hmm. So yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. I guess like, I don't know. I kind of, I get what you mean. Cause I guess maybe before going to college, like I didn't really drink at all mm. sort of thing. Um, and that was also because I was like, 17 like for the first couple months of college yeah right. um and then i like turned 18 and then like people were like oh you know come pub whatever blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um and then like slowly like with all the events on like the social calendar and stuff you just like you can't yeah. really like you can't you know, talk your like, way, way out of it and also just like that sort of um like it, it was fun looking back on it but i'm also like if I tried to do, like, the amount of drinking I did now when I did then, it would just yeah. be so unsustainable, like, coming back from uni on, like, a Thursday or something, and then everyone's like, we've only got an hour, like, after, like before dinner, or, like, no, after dinner, like, until the buses come or whatever, we've got an hour of power, we've got to take as many shots as we can Fuck. before we go out, and then we've got to, like, buy drinks when we go out, wow. and then, like, come back as late as we can, and then, like, we've got uni at 9am, and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so yeah, true though that literally. that's literally it and uh you know it it was great it's like i don't even know if we're like trying to say it's bad or it's great like it's it's great that we got to learn why that's a bad thing yeah you know um but that only came because we actually experienced it literally. and that's like i guess that's the sad part about it and maybe um Maybe that's the best way to learn yeah, is to actually it, find those limitations by very true. falling off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah but yeah. I don't know. I can I can I'm I'm pretty pretty happy with who I am. Yeah. Now. I feel like I know myself. Do you? A bit better than I used to. That's well, good. I'd say I'm still lost, but I have a sense of uh direction. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Happy that. for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think um when you I guess Sort of like now you've been in Brisbane for what, like two, three years. Yes, love it. Like four oh, years? I've been here for five, four I've years been here now. since 2017. So, so oh, that's five years. Five now. years. Wow. Well, there you go. Wow. I'm a local now. Well, yeah. Sure. I guess so. Like when you would decide like where you're gonna go out, do you also have that sort of same sense of direction, or do you just kind of like go with what everyone else is doing, like mm. where you decide to go out for a drink in Brisbane? Like what kind mm, of right? Yeah. Um, depends who I'm hanging out with. Like I'm not picky, if that's what you mean. And uh, I'll wear what I want to wear. So and and I'm confident that wherever we go, I'll be accepted. Mm. You know. Um, but like, how do you feel like the dire- like you're sort of directed direction. to a certain place? Like, do you think that not in terms of being picky, but do you think that like you do sort of more self-direction, like, you're like, okay, like, I want to go to this place, or you're kind of like, just go with what everyone else is doing, sort of thing, like, are you, like, self-guided in terms of, like, okay, your, yeah, yeah. like, um, establishment choice? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a good point. Um, 
I'll give you an example. Okay. <laughs> uh, it can't be the... Don't say the re. It's not the re. It's not the re. It's not the re. Um, like, I, actually, when, af- when I was recovering oh from my... Oh, my God. <laughs> from my... Uh, associate my addiction to the re yeah um i was i was trying at heaps of different places actually and grew very fond of west end and i remember going out with my old college friends and they wanted to go to the boundary and i was like yeah it's in west end i like west end but it's a different kind of west end the boundary it's like the only like nice well not nice looking but you know like i guess it looks like the regatta you know what i mean and so like they were wearing like stuff that they would wear to the regatta to this place called the boundary and i was Mm. like this isn't west end what are you talking about this Mm. is not west end and so i ducked away i literally left them i ditched them and they got at me for it they were like why are you you talking the boys yeah and uh i went to a place called the burrow Oh, which is the best fucking place yeah. ever. <laughs> I love it there. And I was all alone. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go drink craft beer at the burrow and made some friends in, in the smokers. Area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was a live band playing and I just sat down and I just drank and I was just like, yeah, I, I yeah. like it here. Yeah. I like that. It's like an old Queenslander. It feels really um, like homely. homely. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Warm, definitely go there. Um, but the people there were great and like no, no like I don't know my college friends obviously wanted to go to the boundary and maybe I should have gone like I understand why I should have gone mm-hmm. I guess but I just wasn't feeling it that night and I was just like you know this is where I belong yeah and um burrowed away burrowed away mm-hmm. in my little in my little in my little burrow mate in my little <laughs> wombat hole <laughs> um and yeah and then they couldn't understand why I didn't want to be a part of the pack and I think it was because of that mob mentality and because maybe I'd grown into myself a bit more. Yeah. You had the same thing? Or? I think, um, I think the places that I used to go out when I first moved to Brisbane were very, like, much dictated, obviously, by where everyone else was going. Yeah. But then I guess, like, when I did move out and, like, had the opportunity to, like, sort of meet different people and, like, explore different parts of Brisbane, then it was, like, yeah, like, new places opened up, for sure. Like, I'd never even, like, been to West End, like, even the suburbs yeah, until, like, 2019, wild, I think. Wow. Um, but I'd been in Brisbane for, like, a year, but I just, like, never yeah, went exactly. there. Like, well, living in the bubble, you know, yeah. Yeah, so then it was cool. And then, like, got to know a lot of different people in different places and, like, different scenes, I guess, um, and subcultures. But, yeah, it is it is interesting. I think there's definitely a lot of um, different sort of maybe identities that people like associate with certain suburbs mm. that maybe they don't know want to acknowledge because they're like oh what no but like you know we all live in brisbane like it's all the same blah 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 blah. but like the suburb kind of definitely does dictate like the individual i think yeah especially like when it comes to the pub culture that is created there because i know from living in new families that the pubs there are very different to the ones in like west end absolutely versus, yeah. you, you know the re <laughs> yeah that's it so yeah yeah no nah, um, that's uh I, I think that would um exist in a few places i guess i don't want to keep talking about townsville but then again the good thing about brisbane i guess there's diversity in where you can go this out it's true this is true and um <clears throat> but i still feel like people want to experience like the different different like places you can go out in brisbane yeah yeah and that's why i find it's just so accepting is because mm. like you can do that yeah for sure um and maybe that's maybe that's the problem with towns is the fact that it doesn't actually it only has like the one 
domain. The one strip, yeah. There's and not really anywhere else to explore. Yeah. For sure. Easier to control that way too. You that's know? true. That's true. If um people aren't mixing it up, I guess. But yeah. Um. Well, I guess that is also the whole sort of rationale behind the setup of the valley. It's like having the main sort of like pubs mm. in one area, so you can like better police it, control it, whatever. But then there are also these other pockets of pubs that yeah, do like, naturally occur yeah. in other places. So it's you know inevitably difficult to control. Um, and I think that like sort of lack of authority in those suburbs helps create like a unique identity too yeah and like a unique expectation of like what to expect when you go to those places true true. so like away from you know the the policing of the valley (laughs) and the slipping and vomit Ah! and the essays yeah yeah i don't know i i still like the valley obviously but i think yeah the valley is just huge the valley is like fucking actual continent compared to all the other places but yeah. um but like west end west end's fucking west end's the best man yeah it's like nice. just in general the best mm, definitely always meet um really good people there and like really good like conversationalists yeah yeah well, absolutely people so many people are social there yeah and like i don't know it's the same with the valley you know Mm. But um, people are more fucked up. Than the yeah, <laughs> so the yeah, conversations sure. are a bit different. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it takes you a while to decipher them. Yeah. Um, where else is there? I guess. Well, I guess the Re and Regatta Tawong area. Yeah. Um. Um. Where's shit. your local? <laughs> My local currently is well. There's not actually any. There's like a little pizza like pub slash thing like down there like down the road, but like, we don't really go. Um, but I think the closest would just be like any place in West End because it's like a 15 minute walk. So yeah, that's yeah, true. Probably that's like realized, yeah. Archive or like the borough probably. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it's South Bank, I guess. South Bank's kind of yeah, like... South Bank's, yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a weird pocket because it's like all yeah. these like super, I don't know, well-off, gentr- yeah. gentrifying people setting well, up a, you know, trying think, to create um, a culture, but there's not really any culture interesting people yeah (laughs) just people with money because it's like when you just throw money at a place and try to create culture then like it just creates a culture of money it doesn't actually create a culture so it is fascinating that they're like trying to do that yeah well what do you think of new farm because i think new farm's pretty gentrified it is but then like it's an older suburb and there's also like from living there there's like on one hand there's like these trophy wives with their Ferraris <laughs> stepping out of their car in the Coles car park oh, God. with the little like chihuahuas and stuff yeah, yeah. and like Gucci belt oh, my but Lord. then there's also like crackheads like everywhere and there's like a lot of wow. like housing um, inequality and stuff so it is yeah, like okay. quite a weird suburb because there's like a lot of poverty that goes on un- undiscussed but then there's also like a lot of wealth okay. too so because I haven't been out there much. Yeah, it's like what maybe maybe there's not as many about? now around like as in crackheads. <laughs> yeah, okay. but um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I I I haven't. New Farm is still gentrified as fuck though. Yeah, I, I actually yeah I know I I think I'm getting New Market and New Farm mixed up. I feel like is New Farm New Market's a bit like further north. It's kind of like it's yeah, more it's, like... it's more exy though, right? Than New Farm. No, I would say New Farm is more really okay. More so yeah. Should New market? Are you talking thinking about Newstead? <laughs> Newstead, Newstead, yes. New market's like Newmarket, suburbs. Newstead, yeah. that's in between. No. Yeah, it is. It's like um, closer to Tenerife. I think I like Newstead. Newstead's cute. I've been there before. Yeah. 
it's quite quaint. Yeah, yeah, for sure. By the Catch river, the by the river, it's nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, cool. Sure, um, yeah. what about like, <laughs> so, FMK slash shoot shag marry. Oh yeah. But like, oh, fuck. but like pubs in Brisbane <laughs> and pubs in Townsville. So Ooh. you go sure. first. <laughs> well, I. Oof. Well, I guess you'd have to ask me like what. I'd put it together a couple. Well, yeah. you said archive. Yeah, that's true. Archive. Yeah. Shit, where else? If you like archive, then surely you like. Okay, Spotify. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> or like Netflix. If you like archive, yeah, yeah, you like <laughs> the algorithm. Fuck, that'd be that'd be an algorithm people would enjoy. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> okay, archive, burrow, and let's say the bearded lady. Oh, okay. Um. Fuck, that's a tough Ooh, that's one. Hard. That's actually a tough one. I'm I sorry. I think mm, maybe... Oh, don't do to it. To be honest, shoot archive. Oh, you're going to shoot yourself. I have to. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, but then it's just like a quick <laughs> death, you know what I mean? But then like, I don't it's have to think, I don't have to think right? about it. Um, Shit. And then like, marry the borough because like definitely love the borough. And it's got a lot of like good replay quality mm. but the borough also like knows like who the borough is like the borough has like a deeper sense of identity more so than archive i think archive just has a lot of like coming and goings and people like yeah, coming yeah. through yeah but yeah. the borough is a bit more established i think it's a bit, <laughs> bit more mature okay um and De- then and definitely fuck the yeah beard. and definitely shag the bearded lady like that beard especially the upstairs area she's got it going on for sure yeah okay yeah I think I'd say the same. I think I'd say the same. Because it's like, the borough is definitely not somewhere you would... Like, the borough is where you would settle down. Yeah. And you just know the archive's a bit of trouble. That's, that's the thing. This is, if you shag the archive, like, they're probably going to do some, STD. like, revenge porn <laughs> oh. or, like, STD yeah, no, or some yeah. shit. Revenge porn, know. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, and the bearded lady. God. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. I'll make one up for you then. So, okay. you mentioned... That you went out to obviously the re, duh, that has to be one. Then I'll say like I feel like I feel like I'll just choose the re every time though. Yeah, but then there's three categories. There's three categories. Yeah, Yeah. there's gonna be two other ones. Okay. So I'll say like the re, um, Ricks. Yeah. Okay. And then, Uh, hmm, the boundary. No. Oh no, the regatta. The regatta. Okay. No, fuck so, the regatta too. Okay. Um, well, well, I need one more then. Um, I'll tell so you where three I, Ricks, and then where else is like a? I can't just tell you. You can't like, tell me. I have to right? think. I have to think of a good one. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Re and Ricks is tough already. Though. Yeah, Re Ricks, and then um, I'll say Black Bear. Do you know Black Bear? Black Bear, yeah. The dance place. I've been to Black Bear. I also really fuck with Tomcat. Tomcat. Okay, I love well, Tomcat. we'll go Tomcat, The Re, and Riggs. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> um, fuck. Fuck, man. You gotta why don't g- like give some good man? descriptions and your explanation as to why. Okay, okay. I think I'm gonna have to shoot Riggs just because. Like I'm, I'm sorry, but I just I feel like they wouldn't look after me, <laughs> like in, in yeah. either scenario. Like even if we were just like a one night stand kind of thing. Like I just feel like 
Ricks would just not like understand or like you know make the effort yeah yeah <laughs> to, well, like, I see that you know I think the Ricks just has you know too many available options you know <laughs> like there's there's no certainty with Ricks I yeah. think yeah you know you're so just gonna get understandable you know I mean the sex might be good right mm. but you also know that they're, they're just gonna like treat your body like shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And uh, and then, see, this is this is tough for me. Because, like, Tomcat, like, I just feel like, you know, because the re is, like, is, like, my ex, you know, now. Mm. Um, but I still have, like, this strong bond. And it's and it's it's nice to see that our friendship is flourishing. Yeah. And I, I like where things are going, but there's just so much history there. That's and, you know, so you've, you've always got to keep your distance, but you always know that, you know, if it ever came to it, you could always fall into each other again and, and mm. find that same sense of security. Yeah. And um, Tom That Cat. is beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Even it's just like some nice. stingy pub and fucking to one. But then Tomcat's just, I've just found so many good times there, mm. you know, and so many good adventures. I find, I find myself always ending up at Tomcat. Yeah. You know, so I'm starting to feel like very comfortable there and and uh and safe <laughs> which is something i feel the Fuck. other two haven't necessarily pro- provide well obviously ricks hasn't provided me that's why we've sh- we've shot ricks um i don't know how to do this man i don't i'm scared i'm scared so you've shot ricks but you haven't decided <laughs> what you're doing with the re and and tomcat tomcat so my marry or Marry or fuck? You know, what are you going to do? What would you do? Well, I'm not you, so you got to decide. <laughs> I made my choice. you got to um, do your thing. I would, I would, I would fuck the re for the last time. Wow, for the last time. And what? it would, it would be glorious, I wow. think. I that think would be would... some very passionate yeah. sex. And we would both know, we would both know it was yeah. the last time. Wow. And, uh. And, well, then you'd have, to, you'd have to give it your all, you know, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. And then, so you would marry Tomcat. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, so you'd fuck. bring Tomcat home to your mom over the re. Because the thing is like the re probably has already met your family in some That's form or I mean. another That's in conversation. I mean, right? Like I know it hasn't worked before. Like I know it hasn't yeah. worked before. So I can't, like, I can't just give up and go back to the re just exactly, yet. You know. So I feel like I would marry Tomcat but then eventually divorce Tomcat along the line. Yeah, okay. And then move on, and then I guess if the re is still available, and uh, we're, <laughs> and we're both single, and we're both, like, yeah. you know, ready to settle down, uh, <laughs> then, yeah, I just, I just, you know. But it's, that's tough, man. That was, I did not expect that to be that deep. Wow. But, like, what the fuck? There you go. But, yeah, um, definitely, yeah. My relationship with Tomcat's going strong at the moment, so let's just focus on that. Okay, sounds good. Well, I think we've come to the end of the episode. Um, <laughs> I think um, it's been a really interesting one. We like yeah. covered quite a bit, but I wow, mean, I don't really, I can't be bothered to summarize. So you can just I listen don't. to the episode. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I make your own summary. <laughs> crocodiles, cowboys, Whoa. pub shagging. Um, no shagging, college, army, lenses. Lenses, mob mentalities, yeah. becoming your own person. That is true. Um, That's a good theme. 
What should we call it? What should we title? Have you thought of a title? I have not. I was <laughs> I like, I again. guess the title, like the placeholder, was just like injecting culture into okay. regions. But that's a bit too broad for this episode. So yeah, I'll, we I'll think journey, of some. Yeah, we, we I'll think of some. <laughs> we've been to some places <laughs> for sure. But yeah, but yeah no, it's been. A pl- I, I love it, man. Yeah. I love talking to you. Thanks so, so much for coming on. It was oh fun. man, it's been Have the best. Have again. For sure. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Please do. All right. Well, bye. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>